are listening to the Better Breeders podcast. This is episode 107. My name is Ben Life, and this is the podcast where we try and make sense of modern life. I'm joined, um, as always, by my partner in podcasting, The Black Douglas. How are you this evening? Good evening, Ben Life. I'm pretty excited for uh, episode 107. Where, where do we start this well, evening's um, Odyssey of... Um, we'll start, as we always start, when, when you are gents of, of, our, of our middle ages. Mm. Uh, visit to the doctor from Ben Life recently. Um, and, you know, in the past we've spoken about a, a, a surprise you get from the Australian government when you turn 50. And um, I haven't received my surprise in the post yet. But uh, this surprise is a, a, what do you call it, a recto health check kit? What's the correct terminology, Black Douglas? Um, I'm... I, I, th- I think it's such a painful sort of concept that I might have blocked it out of my memory banks. Well, oh, as <laughs> I may I have received one, but <laughs> just suppressed that. Some sort of part of my brain has done a Freudian suppression. Well, as we've discussed in the past, um, there's two schools of thought around um, colon cancer, I think, because you mm. can either do mm. your blood test and look for any abnormalities or there's the other method, which is uh, a more a digital uh, insertion and uh, explore- <laughs> exploration. N- not... Digital, we're not talking like, you know, not Facebook. Watch. No. <laughs> no. Up, yeah, it, it's an exploration of the back passage or the northeast, oh, southwestern passage. You're making me uncomfortable, Ben Life. <laughs> well, well, I, um, I, had, I had two, two issues come to life and, mm. and I'll share these with you because uh, I know you'll appreciate this. Firstly, I'd had the flu, the dreaded flu, which has been an absolute mm. killer. I didn't elect to have the uh, flu vaccine this season. I, mm. I thought... Being injected by the, with the remains of a dead sick pig uh, to stave off the flu. Mm. Um, not that I'm an anti-vaxxer by any means, but I thought, well, I'll give it a rest this year mm. and see how I go. It didn't work. Went, didn't go to plan. If they could sort of infuse it into pork belly, that'd be great. Oh, yeah. If it could be on a barn me, yeah. then uh, I'd be very happy. So firstly, I got the flu and, and didn't get the vaccine. So it really knocked me out for quite a while. So I uh, invested in the cold and flu tablets, white for the day, red mm. for the night. Mm. Now, if you've had these, you'll know that the cold and flu tablets have a side effect. You feel okay for a while, mm. but they block you up. You know, and I, yes. was, I was backed up like the traffic <laughs> on a Friday night up the Pacific Highway, Black Douglas. <laughs> And nothing I could do could could uh, relieve the pain, mm. oh, discomfort, not the pain. Um, so I uh, tried everything: the prune juice, and um, I tried, you know, the squat, mm. the squat toilet technique. Yes. Um, and and it really felt like uh, it it was becoming quite a drama. So anyway, in in pushing out a stool, <laughs> I actually felt like I was giving birth. I, I needed a midwife at some point in the delivery process. What's that? Um What's that verse in the Bible? It's harder to pass a watermelon through your nostril than for <laughs> no, a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> something, something like, like that. that. It could be something yeah. about a camel in the eye yeah. of a needle, but, yeah. but I'm, oh, I may be wrong. Yeah. So, so that was the first process. The second process is I'd had... So, you know, there I am and I've, you know, I, like I said, I needed a midwife for, for every uh, passing of a stool for a period. And uh, then I also had to go and I'd had a blood test taken because... You know, in terms of the little uh, 50th birthday surprise, I, I opted the blood test method rather than the rather than the other method. Um, on on checking the results, the doctor decided just in case he might have a look anyway. And uh, I don't want to say too much, but did he, did being he take you out to dinner first and <laughs> no, give you a glass of wine? No, it was a bit of small chat, mm. not a small talk, but not too much. But I, I'll say this: being told to uh, relax the sphincter is uh, easier said <laughs> than done. 
Did he really say that? He just said, try and relax. Oh. And I'm thinking, well, I've given up all dignity. <laughs> I've given up all dignity. <laughs> and <laughs> lying on my side uh, with the Bonds undies, you know, half mast. <laughs> so, look, I don't want to go into it too much, but it's hard. It's hard to relax. I know Frankie said relax, but I think, I think it, he might have had I a more night trade. I think it's better Brita's duty as for a public service to give some detail to it. So that the listeners know what they're <laughs> in for. What they're in for. And, and look, there are so many uncomfortable medical procedures that we uh, endure and I think we'll continue to endure mm. in, in, uh, you know, for the remainders of our lives. Um, fortunately, I was blessed with, uh, with good teeth, um, so I haven't had to have root canal, mm. uh, though I um, have had uh, all sorts of things cut off me and uh, all sorts of invasive procedures. Um, dreading the camera up... Uh, the front bottom. I think that would be another uncomfortable experience. I saw Michael Mosley get that done this week, and he said it's a very narrow, a very narrow uh, lead. But <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I, I think maybe I'll be. <laughs> I might have an amputation from the waist before that sort of procedure takes place. So obviously, Better Breeders podcast. Uh, we've gotten off to a great start as usual. Um, just before we, we we move on to some other hot topics, um, we can be found on social media. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and betterbreeders at gmail.com. Or you can, you know, you can find us at our post office box somewhere and just send us some, send us some mail. Mm. A lot of correspondence as always. And, full you know. Full mailbag this week. Uh, a full mailbag. A full mailbag. Mm. Um, advice, criticism, uh, suggestions, and, and probably some uh, misdirected mail. People were thinking that they were going after the uh, Labradoodle Breeders Club. And uh, that's not us. <laughs> Uh, despite what we open the, this podcast on, on, on a topic close to the doodle, but not the labradoodle. So uh, thank you for all the feedback. We love your feedback. Growing in listeners every week. Um, it's only taken us 107 episodes to, to sort of finally, finally find some critical mass. Hitting our straps. Hitting our straps. And I think we might start to, to get some guests on this podcast. But uh, one, one thing I wanted to talk about today was I had to farewell my 14-year-old daughter as she went on a school excursion. They call it service learning. Mm. And uh, she was going to Laos or Laio or Laos. Well, mm. People have many pronunciations, but it is, you know, we are from northern Sydney, so we're not necessarily uh, international in our, in our uh, tastes and experiences. So firstly, a trip to Laos wasn't a cheap trip, and I, and I did make sure I raided the, her piggy bank to take some of the old Christmas money. But what was your school excursions like? I mean, Southeast Asia, I mean, when, in, when we were her age, I think there was... I think Pol Pot was still wreaking havoc in the, air, havoc in the area, wasn't um, he? Yeah. It wasn't I, a holiday destination other than a Dead Kennedy song. but. Um, so our, my experiences with um, uh, school excursions were, were not so exotic or exciting. We went to Aberdeen <laughs> in the Hunter Valley <laughs> for, geograph- for year 10 geography to mm. observe um, uh, secondary industry. Mm-hmm. Australian secondary industry, namely we went to an abattoir mm. and saw a one-ton cow <laughs> turn into a bunch of steaming chops <laughs> in about five minutes. And were you, all, were you all dressed in overalls or some sort of... No, we're in our school uniforms <laughs> and, and our geography <laughs> teachers, I blood think. splattered all over you? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we, if we were any closer, it would have been. It was just it was horrific. Did anyone we, pass out or throw up? We just saw, saw some country fella just sort of come up to a cow and... Stick a twenty-two to its head and go bang. I thought they put a bolt in the cow's head. I think in those days it was still a it was still a gun. Yeah, wow. they they um 
Not like one of those bolt guns they use in, um, what's that movie? No Country for Old Men. Yeah. No, they really used I a rifle. It was wrong. Yeah. Now, as it was horrible. You've just reminded me of something. There, uh, no, nothing is um, as nice as what your daughter's gone on. No. I mean, I remember we used to, we used to often talk about um, ethical eating because, you know, the, the thought of how our, our meat is slaughtered. Yeah, sorry, vegan. Sorry about the last description, mm? vegans. No, but. Um, you know, I think that um, we used to talk about veal a lot. We were fans of mm. veal growing up, and I think that the meat of cruelty. Yeah, it was a meat of cruelty, and I, I think once we found out how cruel it was, the the production of veal, I think put us off our, our veal dishes for a week, maybe two. Except for veal schnitzel. Yeah, for the schnitzel, but is there veal in it? But anyway, this business idea I had, you reminded me of, mm. is I was gonna, um, I had an idea for a business which was going to be a more humane uh, slaughtering business. Mm. Um, it's called sweet meats, and the, uh, the idea for the business came from this uh, from the notion I'd been in Tonga mm. uh, when my father was living at the time of my mother, and the pigs there would eat the mangoes mm. rottening off the ground, and that had a beautiful fruity flavored bacon. Or they'd yeah, eat wow. that, and then you could also That'd eat the amazing. coconut crab, where the, the crab is eating the coconut and has that coconut coconut flavored flesh. Wow, does it really? Yeah, so my idea was a, a, a farm or a stud mm. where each of the cattle would have a, a different delicacy within their diet. So you'd have these sweet meats, these flavoured meats. You can have the, the mango cow or mango mm. pig, the, the coconut, the avocado, um, the parsley, you know, all sorts of things. Naturally flavoured pork. Naturally flavoured pork. But the, the, the second part was rather than putting a bolt to the head of the animal, mm. I was going to tickle the animals to death. <laughs> and I thought if you tickle the cow to death... It's going to die laughing. And I know mm. there's that moment of, of, of uh, oxy, oxygen depletion. But I thought if the animal dies with a smile, the meat will taste better, enhancing the sweetness. Mm. I mean, it never took off because I, I – like one, another of my ideas. But what do you think of that idea of the sweet meats emporium? Do you think it's got I think legs? It's, I think it's got legs. Uh, I think it's got pork legs <laughs> in life. And, it's, it, well, in lieu of tickling them, you could just, you know, if you wanted to sort of save a bit of – you know, you could just sort of set them up with some DVDs of Hey Dad or something like that <laughs> and just be laughing their heads off in That's no right. time. That's right. It's humane killing, humane Asphyxiated slaughter. by peals of laughter. <laughs> and um, so anyway, we started this topic and we've, we've, we've drifted way off the path. So, yeah, Black Douglas went to Aberdeen for geography. I went to a similar area. Mm. Started with a trip to a place called Old Sydney Town. So I'm not sure if uh, our oh listeners God. remember Old yes. Sydney Town. It was on the central coast and it was a recreation of Sydney town in, from, from settlement. Mm. Um, and there'd be reenactments all day and whippings of the cat and nine tails and everyone was in, in, in character. And you, where school kids are walking around with our worksheet, you have to, you know, find, you know, what was the name of the ship and blah, blah, blah. Did you ever, ever visit old Sydney town? It was a huge lark for kids. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah it, was, um, it was pretty naff, wasn't it? But it was kind of cool at the same time seeing the, I, yeah. seeing the uh, you know, the Heinz ketchup on you know, actors' backs <laughs> during the cat and nine tales. Even better than that, I remember we, I remember because they were actors who lived there. I think, and they were they were recreationists or something like that. Mm. I remember in in one of the settlers' huts, <laughs> spying through a door, a microwave heating up a four and twenty <laughs> pie, and thinking, oh, that's not authentic." <laughs> um, but then on that excursion, we went to Old Sydney Town. Then we went up to Newcastle because that was the where there was a steelworks then, mm. and we also did the sort of the um, the the uh, primary industries. Hexam Oak, we did the tour of the Hexam Oak, yep. um, which is a dairy company that... Is that still going? I think you can still get oak milk, but, mm. you know, I think we, we tasted their beautiful yogurt. We mm. went to the steelworks and saw a bit of um, smeltering or something like that. 
went to the farm and I remember we convinced uh, Darren the caveman Oki to urinate on an electric fence. <laughs> that was one of the highlights of that trip for me. Um, it probably, you know, I'm not sure what the, the, the fee would have been on the parents' school bill, but it might have been... It might have been $47. So two nights away. What happened to poor Darren? Did did the charge run back up? Oh, yeah, absolutely, as expected. Um, (laughs) And I think as he expected as well. But as you know, a a 15-year-old male, uh, there is some sort of... um, faulty wiring between <laughs> you know, parts of the brain which 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 in, inspired him to say oh this will be funny weed on the fence with our at our urging and got quite a shock that oh, was a brilliant moment um so yeah she's in laos i went we went to the central coast of new south wales mm. uh i think yep. that um i think though going to the central coast it was probably safer diet wise you know i think we uh, probably had a a barbecue, sausages, bread, mm. sauce. Uh, she is probably, and I think she's probably better prepared than most of her peers, who's only uh, the most exotic thing they eat is charcoal Charlie's yep. uh, chicken, whereas she can handle a bit of spice. So I think there'll be some kids eating white rice for about <laughs> a week and a half. And going back to the start of this conversation, they'll be uh, they'll need some Drano to unblock them, I'd say, after after a week <laughs> on that sort of diet. Um, speaking of holidays, I'm off to Hawaii next week for. Uh, a holiday with uh, another family and yes. going to Hawaii as a family, you think of one thing that's the Brady Bunch goes to Hawaii. Mm. One of the great seventies uh, TV shows and one of the great, I think it was a double or a triple episode. It was at least a double. That's right. Um, and what can uh, you remember from that episode, Black Douglas? Well, I think the big takeaway from it, the enduring takeaway is just don't buy a tiki from a souvenir shop and <laughs> leave it in your bag. Cause it will only, you know, mm. be a, uh, the macrame wall hanging will fall on your head when you're trying to sleep. And you might hit your head on a rock while you're surfing. Yes. And what's the other thing you... Oh, Vincent Price. Yeah. Yes, that's right. The family went looking... I think they wanted to return the tiki to its sacred (laughs) burial grounds. They went into a cave and I think there was a voiceover... Of Vincent Price, or might have been Vincent Price. And I mean, read it, listeners, if you you do know the answer... uh, Send us a note. But right in. Vincent Price, a great theatrical. I'm sure he was a theatre mm. actor who became a film actor and, and had a, a great moment when he voiced Thriller for Michael Jackson, yes. the horror sequence. Yes. So going to Hawaii, once again, uh, in, in last week's episode, we talked about the uh, 50th birthday party. This is part of that celebration. And the family and friends want me to go to a luau. Mm. And yeah, make sure you get a lay. <laughs> might get laid. Yeah. But I, a luau, which may probably, I imagine, require the others to say it's, it is a special birthday and me being called up to do a hula dance oh to some Japanese God. tourists. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how, how does one avoid that event? I mean, I would love it if it was one of, if it was one of the other travelling party getting called up to embarrass themselves. But have you ever been, have you ever been pulled out of an audience like Douglas? Um, no. I, I, I seem to... Yeah, it, I, I, it's one of my, it's my room 101, Bedmore. <laughs> and I just sort of think of people turning up late to, um, I remember Comedy we show. went to see Julian Clary yeah. one time yeah, a while ago um, and um, some people turned up late and you know, when you're a comedian, yeah. you have all your latecomer Jokes. lines sorted yeah, out. Yeah, you do. And a pair turned up and their names were Jeff and Louisa. I remember this vividly because it was so funny. <laughs> and Julian said, oh, Nice to see you, Jeff and Louisa. What have you been doing before this? And they said, well, we've been out having some dinner. And, and he said, well, what have you been having for dinner? And they said, oh, sausages and mash down at the pub. And he said, 
Oh, sausages. It's nice to have something hot inside you, isn't it, Jeff? <laughs> it was just so humiliating. Anyway, I hate, yeah, I know it. Not into audience I would just refuse, re- refuse to jump up there and be into all of that. I've, I've, I um, had an incident once. I went to see the Doug Anthony All-Stars who we were talking about tonight. The great and, Doug uh, Anthony All-Stars. Yeah. And um, I went with one of the Boozy Burks, uh, who, who you <laughs> might remember. And uh, one of the Boozy Burks had broken up with another school friend, Mark. Mm. And Boozy Burks' brother was running, I think it was the Harborside Brasserie. So he had a word to the Doug Anthony All-Stars saying, this bastard has dropped my, dropped my sister. Have a go at him. Doug Anthony All-Stars got it wrong and rather than picking on Mark, picked on me. <laughs> so for the whole night, they were just picking on me and they had these sort of inside jokes which clearly weren't relating to me and it was just this moment of absolute pain and terror and horror. You know, I had to race one of them across these tables back and forth and and uh, I I have been scarred from that <laughs> forever. And it's kind of it's funny that you go to a show, you can see the, the, the moment with the audience participation do you get eye contact? Do you look away? What gives you away? You know, I've had, I've had other moments and I, uh, it's not something you look forward to. So on the, on the 50th birthday, I'm trying to lie low. I don't want to be, I just don't want to be reminded or be unprepared. But if, if, if called upon, I'll just have to go with it. Wear a disguise or something. Wear, Wear a, a gorilla suit. I just can see myself in a grass skirt with little coconuts covering the <laughs> bosoms and, you know, there'll be just this moment. And these days it's on, it's on social media, travelling the world, you know, before you've even taken your seat. So um, the Hawaii holiday is looking good. It's expensive. I think that uh, in America with tourism, they hit you with all sorts of tax, bed tax, room tax, you mm. know, all sorts of tax, um, which means, you, you know, what the price you quoted doesn't quite end up that way. Going to wear some Hawaiian shirts and dress as a tourist, visit Pearl Harbour um, and... Who knows what other shenanigans? But looking forward to that. You might see, um, might see Obama. Yeah, Barack Obama. Apparently, he's a body surfer up there. But once again, you know, family holidays. Our family holidays would be a drive to Cool and Gadda. Once again, we in the car with the dog. Dog would fart all the way from you know from Sydney. It'd be a single, single lane each way, Hawaii. I mean, uh, there, there and again, there is that great inconvenience. I think my dad's Ford Fairlane had more space than the Jetstar plane that I'll be uh, <laughs> that I'll be boarding, and at least uh, the food was better on the uh, plane and. We had AM country rock radio, so. I bet they don't have oak milk. They won't have oak milk. Um, so, uh, so you know that will be uh, that will be one thing to look forward to. And finally today, I, uh, it's all adventure for me. I've been in court recently. I've been uh, as a representative of the body of the building I live in. Uh, mm. We uh, had a, a, a dispute with the uh, developer of the building. Mm. We all lawyered up, and. Um, it was quite a quite a journey, but going into the courtroom, I know you at one stage of the Black Douglas, you had aspirations to be a lawyer. I did. Does uh, but the world needs another lawyer, like they need a hole in the head. So well, yeah, exactly. So I, I dealt with a barrister this time, and 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 the barrister was a chap with a, a good retention of, of a lot of facts. Mm. He said to me that there are more lawyers graduating this year, or maybe there's more lawyers studying right now at, to do law than there are jobs in Australia. Yep. You know, so he had lots of negative stories about law. He charged like a wounded bull, mm. you know, a significant fee. We won the case even before the case started because of a classic Dennis Denudo moment where the opposition lawyer actually hadn't read the second page of the, uh, of the, of the act. <laughs> and it, it, all, it all ended quite well. I was dreading being in the witness box um, because I just, when nervous, have this um, habit of cracking a bad joke. And I just think, that, you know, it's a serious moment and uh, it wasn't going to end well. You, were you going to sort of do the 
walking into the butcher shop joke. <laughs> What's that one? Oh, you know, bloke walks into a butcher shop and says to the butcher, I bet you can't reach that meat on the top shelf. Bet you 50 bucks you can't reach that meat on the top shelf. <laughs> and, and the butcher says, mm, don't know, the stakes are high. <laughs> well, no, I could have, but I didn't. And so, um, you know, the, the case the case ended well. Uh, There's a lot of, uh, of highly paid lawyers. I don't look forward to doing that again. I've avoided jury duty recently. I got called up once and rejected. They didn't like the look of me. They, mm. they didn't like the cut of my cloth, no, the cut of my jib. But anyway, they um, have you been called up for jury duty, Black Douglas? Uh, thank goodness, no. I got no. called up for a 34-week trial oh last God. year, and I think it was—it felt like a some horrific murder, mm. assault trial with bikies, and and I always remember that that uh, phrase: "If you lie down of dogs, you wake up with fleas." And I just don't want any uh, any association with the with the Roger Rogerson side of life. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I um I, I've been called up. I've had excuses. I'll do a I'll do a one-week trial. Um, but uh, you know, if I if I do turn up, it will be in a in a velour suit with a uh, a tie with a with a naked woman with flashing nipples, battery operated. Perhaps that will get me in or out of the case. It's hard to read, isn't it? So you've been listening to the Better Breeders podcast, episode one oh seven. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, as well as emailing us at the Better Breeders. Uh, at gmail.com. This podcast is available on the Apple Store, but also we uh, it's also available on SoundCloud. I heard SoundCloud was going broke. I thought, you know, goodness me, what are we going to do? They're, they're back. Uh, the tech boom is, is back with us. Thanks to Better Breeders. Thanks to the Better Breeders. So uh, we hope you have had a good week. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Obviously, you'll be noticing the increased professionalism and ambition of the of the Better Breeders because we just know there's rivers of gold out there if, uh, if only someone would uh, recognise us. We're, we're ready to paddle in the rivers of gold. So come on. Bring it on. So uh, thank you. Have a, have a great week, Black Douglas, and we'll see you uh, on my return from Hawaii. Aloha. 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 It means hello and goodbye. <laughs>